What's up to all my listeners out there? My name is Lindsay, and thank you so much for checking out the And One Podcast. I know you guys are probably super excited about one episode of Girl Boss, but August is going to be the month of Girl Boss. Every Friday, there will be a new episode of Girl Boss featuring inspirational women in sports. If you want to see the full schedule for this month, you have to check out my Instagram at And One Podcast, anywhere the nest to see. Today's special guest is Maddie Kubik, an amazing outside hitter for Nebraska. I hope you guys enjoy the interview, and we're going to get straight into it. So I'm super excited for episode three of Girl Boss, and we have an amazing guest here today. We have an ABCA All-American honorable mention coming out of Nebraska. Our favorite player, we have Maddie Kubik. So you, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited. I'm so excited that you responded. So why don't you give a quick intro about yourself? Um, yeah, so I, my name is Maddie Kubik. I am the oldest of four girls. I have three younger sisters. Um, I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. I grew up in like Springfield, Missouri, Kansas City area. And my family currently lives in West Des Moines, Iowa. But um, we're soon moving to Kansas City, so we'll be back in Missouri. Um, I've played volleyball since I was a third grader, so like six or seven. So almost 14 years now that I played volleyball I'm 20 um I will be a junior this fall at Nebraska playing volleyball and um yeah so yeah that's about it that's super cool so you've been playing you mentioned that you've been playing since you were three like how'd you get started like did your parents put you into it or like were you interested Um, my mom played volleyball in college and so she introduced me to the sport and I kind of I played lots of sports when I was younger um soccer, softball, basketball, volleyball. Um, and I kind of just fell in love with the sport and she was my coach when I was young. And so we like bonded over like our love for the game. And so yeah, third grade, she was like my YMCA coach and I kind of just took off from there. That's super cool that she was like your coach and like you had like a nice connection. Did you guys like, did you enjoy having her as your coach or like, did you guys ever fight? Like, you know, more of like the coach's daughter parent kind of relationship. Right. Yeah. I think when I was younger, she was teaching me so much about the game because obviously she knew a lot more than I as a third grader. Um, So we never really like got into it that much until maybe now when I'm older and I feel like I know a lot about the game. We like kind of argue about like different situations or just like things that we think about the game, stuff like that. But um, there was never really like any coach player issues because I was so young. When you were older, did you more like hone in on volleyball or did you continue playing other sports as you got more into like high school, closer to college? Yeah, no, uh, by the time I was in high school, I only played volleyball. I stopped playing softball young. Soccer was probably the one that I stayed with the longest. And I think I stopped playing around seventh and eighth grade. Um, but then after that, it was just volleyball. I was playing like club travel ball. And so that's pretty time consuming. Yeah. Have you always been an outside hitter, which is the position you play now at Nebraska? Yes, I always have been. Um, they try to train us like as a full athlete to be passers, setters, setters, but always been an outside. That's fun. So going into more of like your high school experience and stuff, like what was it like being like the Iowa Gatorade player of the year in high school and getting so many different opportunities left and right? Like, was there a lot going on? Like, did you feel like a lot of pressure? Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed my high school career in Iowa. I loved my teammates and the team that I played for. I played at Valley. Um, 
I think there was just like, I had so many awesome opportunities with like Gatorade and like the recognition that like that brought, I had so many like doors that were open for me. And so I was just feeling very, like, I just still feel very thankful and blessed to like have those opportunities and to feel so supported by my teammates and like the community. So were your teammates like, were they, were they like really supportive or were like there any like jealous people? Cause like, I don't know how the rest of your team was, but obviously you were getting a lot of recognition nationally compared not even just in Iowa. Yeah, they were always so supportive. And I think one thing that we did really good, like at my high school was just focusing on like everything was about the team. And we say this at Nebraska, like put we over me and just like focusing on how everyone can like bring something to the team and make us better. So I think, it, it just like we always focused on us as a group and never like one individual. Yeah. And since you did win Gatorade Player of the Year twice, like did you get like how many, like were there a lot of opportunities you got or like was there anything like specific that you remember that you got to do? Um, well, I think Gatorade, sent, they sent my high school like a bunch of different like energy bars and like towels and water bottles and stuff, which was pretty cool. Um, and just like that recognition was like really awesome. I think there's a banner still hanging in like my high school gym of like the Gatorade banners are still hanging in there. So that's like awesome to honor that. But yeah, everyone was always so supportive and so like loving and caring. Since you did have a lot of recognition and a lot of people knew your name from Gatorade and just being a really great player in high school, like, did you always know you wanted to play in college and like further your career? Cause you were obviously at a very high level in in high school. Yeah, I I knew that I wanted to chase my volleyball dream as far as that goes. And, like, right now I'm kind of in a place where I just feel like I want to play pro and I want to play as long as I can. And I've kind of always felt that way. I just felt like this was kind of my calling, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you do want to play past college? Are you, like, interested in that? Or would you want to do, like, more graduate school first and then go play pro? Or do you just not really know just wherever the wind takes you? Um, so what's awesome is I came, I graduated a semester early my senior year of high school. And so I am going to graduate in three years from college. So with my extra year of eligibility, I'll still be able to start a master's program and still play volleyball. Oh, that's so amazing. So you graduated high school early purposely to go play in college earlier? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, and that was just such an awesome opportunity because I got to, start training with the coaches and with the team and get to know everyone and get to know the system a lot earlier than the rest of our freshman class. And um, I just felt like that was such an advantage for me, like in school and like getting my feet on the ground before college started. And like we were in regular fall season. Yeah, that's really different than some other people's like paths to college. Was was your family like really supported from the beginning? Like, was this more your idea or was it more of like your parents wanted you to do this? Um, I think we agreed. I think my parents and I agreed that that was like the best thing for me at the time. Um, with like after obviously like high school volleyball is over in the fall, I was just kind of like ready to start that next step and like just be at Nebraska and training with, with my teammates and stuff. So I think my parents always supported that and I was like on board too. That's great that your parents are super supportive. Have they always been supportive throughout your career and like being at Nebraska? Oh, absolutely. They're just like, I think at the end of the day, they just want me to like chase my dreams and like fulfill those to as like big and grand as they possibly can be. And I think they have all the like belief in me that I could do anything that I want to. So I, I like, I'm so thankful that they're that supportive. 
That's super sweet. So going back to more of like you entering college and like from high school to college, like what was your recruiting process like since you knew you wanted to graduate early? Like, did you know before that that you were going to go to Nebraska? Like, were you like, yes, I'm going to go to Nebraska? Or did you have a lot of options available? Yeah, so the recently with um, there's been like a new law that's passed about like what age you can start recruiting. Um, so it's a lot later than when I was kind of in my recruiting process. I started talking to colleges in seventh grade-ish um, was the first time that I kind of started talking to teams. And so I committed October, like the fall October of my sophomore year in high school was when I committed to Nebraska, which is pretty early um, now, obviously, because now it's junior years when you can start talking to them. So they're kind of delaying that process a little bit. Um, but yeah, I... I talked to a lot of different teams and I just realized that Nebraska was the place that I wanted to be at. I wanted to play for a team that wins and I wanted to stay in the Midwest. And there's, there's like not a fan base that's anything like, like Husker nation. It's just like an unbelievable environment to play in every single weekend. Yeah. I'm playing in the big 10 is like such a great, um, it's like one of, it's like really one of the best volleyball programs you could and conferences you could be in, in the country. So how did you deal with like personally with like so many different options available and like having to make that very big decision for your career? Yeah, I think I just like, I kind of narrowed it down to like the things that were really important to me. Um, school is obviously important, but what like the big factors for me were like the team culture like the way that I felt on campus and like the way that I connected with the coaching staff um, at Nebraska, I felt that sense of like homegrown Midwest, um, like that support in the community, which I obviously living in the Midwest my whole life. Like I just feel like that's very true to me and like what I was looking for. And I just think I, w I wanted to be pushed to be the best that I could be. And I knew playing for coach cook that I could do that. So, yeah. Yeah, so since you were recruited, like, very early and stuff, like, where you recruited more at, like, tournaments and, like, were coaches coming up to you and you were getting, like, a lot of attention at these big tournaments because I, I do club volleyball as well and I know that there's a lot of people there. I only got, like, one real year because of COVID because I only started in my freshman year, but I know there's yeah. very big tournaments with a lot of stuff going on. I know, it's very, it's very chaotic. Um, and the, with the recruiting process, I think the coaches can only talk to your club coaches. I don't think they can directly talk to you at the tournaments. Um, so, yeah, just talking to, talking to them through my club coaches, like, basically the way that I did that. And then, like, my parents reached out to some coaches as well. Now that you're at Nebraska and you got recruited, you went through this whole process, you started early, and now you're there. So what are some of, like, the coolest perks you have of being a D1 athlete? Because everyone always loves to know, like, what are the cool stuff you get and stuff. I know before <laughs> the NIL rules, things were a little bit different, but. Yeah, absolutely. I We are so blessed. We have so many, like, just awesome facilities. Bob Devaney, obviously, is, like, the gym that we practice in and then play in. And we have a really nice locker room in there. We have a cold tub in our locker room and showers and everything. And um, one of the nice things about what we have going on, too, is when we travel, we private charter. So when we when we fly to go travel to teams, we, like, park our cars right outside the plane and literally just walk on the plane. That's like, fun. there's no... No security, no commercial, like there's no airport or anything. You literally just like give them your bags and you walk on the plane and then we like leave. So that's like a pretty cool thing that 
we have and like it makes everything so easy because like we'll finish a match on like a Friday or Saturday night whatever it is and literally fly home or fly to our next game that night so like we'll be home the same night that we play which is cool yeah that's really fancy so and like I know you guys also get a lot of gear I always see those videos of like it's Christmas and it's Christmas time we're getting like do you love getting all the free stuff or like do you even like wear all of it (laughs) Um, yeah, we, we do get a lot of stuff. We get a lot of shoes, um, which is really cool. Like with Adidas, they have like the ultra boost. So we get a lot of those, which is cool. And then like all their, I guess I have one of my shirts on right now. This is like our, one of our big summer workout shirts. This is like Moassi. This is like our, it's our thing for the summer. Um, so we have all that gear that they provide for us, which is really awesome and cool. Do you guys do like, you have to wear specific stuff like every day? Do you guys like plan it or are you kind of just like everybody can wear whatever they want since you have a lot of gear? Um, on practice days, everyone has to wear the same color and shirt. So we have four practice shirts, I think. And they like do our laundry for us. We have like these loops that you turn in and they do your laundry for you. And so everyone has to wear the same shirt at practice. And then for summer workouts, we just have like this shirt is the one we wear on Fridays. It's the only thing. That's so cool. They wash your clothes for you. That's nice. Oh, it's so nice. All of our volleyball stuff basically stays at Devaney and they wash it and put it back in like our lockers or like hang it on our little loops and stuff. Yeah. And I also know you guys do like photo shoots at like the beginning of the season. Do you like doing the photo shoots? Like, do you feel like a model? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really fun. We like all of us are normally like ponytail, like in our summer, like in our workout clothes or whatever. So it's kind of fun, like on those photo shoot days that we got, we get all primped up and makeup and hair. And we do all the Husker vision stuff, which like creates our hype up videos and everything that kind of go out into the media and like our different, I don't know if you saw our big Showtime video, like of us in that theater. That was all through like oh, Husker yeah, Vision. I remember that. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of our big Husker Vision videos that we did during like the photo shoot time. So yeah, it's super cool. They're like so inventive and they have like tons of ideas that they present to us and like help us create some cool media. Are you guys always like so excited when like the hype videos come out and you guys get to like look at all your photos and then post a bunch of them? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So every, like, when we're getting ready for every game, we have a hype up that we watch in the ready room, which is like our little meeting room before we, like, run out. We watch one of our hype videos before we run out every game. Oh, that's fun. That's a good way to get you guys hyped up. So, like, I was going to ask you, like, do you guys have, like, any other team rituals besides um, watching videos and stuff? Yeah, we have our. So, Coach Cook is very routine he loves like same thing same order everyone very like in schedule and so we have lots of little I I wouldn't say superstitious but like things that we do every single game day um so we have like our little serve and pass in the mornings and then we have like our pre-game meal and then everyone goes to get Starbucks and then we come back to the gym and everyone kind of gets ready we do like some makeup and hair stuff before the games most of the time and then we have a specific time we're supposed to be in the ready room, which is our little meeting room. And we go over our scouting report quickly, watch our hype up. And then we say like a team prayer and we have like a little dance circle that we do right (laughs) before we run out and then we go. (laughs) Yes. Do you have any like superstitions? Like I have to wear these socks or I have to write this thing on my foot. Like anything like weird like that. Um, so I was very superstitious when I was a freshman 
And one of the things that we've worked with, like with our sports psychologist is not having superstition, which is hard. A lot of like high level athletes have like weird, like the same underwear every game day or whatever. But I've kind of worked to break a lot of my superstitious habits. Yeah, I've tried to do that more as I've gotten older because I try to tell myself like it doesn't affect your performance because then sometimes it makes yourself more nervous if you don't do it. If you like right. get it, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't have my lucky socks on. Mm-hmm. I know, I feel the same way. Mine was always like, I have to do my shoes in the same order. So it'd be like left knee pad, right knee pad, left shoe, right shoe. That was like always the order. So now I do like left knee pad, right foot, right. So I'd like try and mix it up super hard. <laughs> mix it up. So yeah, right. Yeah. So is your team like really close? To- or is your team, like, really close? Like, do you spend a lot of time together? Not even, like, inside volleyball, like, outside of the season and spend a lot of time together? Yeah, I would say, like, I live with two volleyball players. That's fine. And then our third roommate is a soccer player. So we, I live with all athletes. But um, we almost do everything together, like, literally everything. Because we're at the gym so much, so we spend a ton of time together in season. Like, you know how that is. Like, it's a grind all season. But then... Even outside of it, I those are the only people I really hang out with. We sometimes hang out with like the football guys, but we're told to like steer clear of the boys, like cooties, whatever. But yeah, we literally do everything together. Yeah, and you also like understand each other's schedules, so like it makes sense when like I understand like I like to be I'm more friends with like athletes and stuff because those are the people that understand you the best and like how you're always so busy and running from one thing to the other. It's hard to find like other outside friends. It's so true because it's like other other outside people are like, oh, why can't you hang out on a Wednesday night? And I'm like, well, I got to wake up early and I got to go to work out and do school or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like people that understand like how much energy you have given in the day, like how much energy you have to give them. It's like really cool. Yeah. And since you actually do go to school besides playing volleyball and get uh, like, you know, an education, how do you manage like volleyball and school and a social life and keeping honor roll since you did make honor roll? <laughs> it, it is a challenge. Um, balance is challenging for sure. Um, what the thing that like is most helpful to me is I feel best when I like have made my bed and my room's all clean and my laundry's done. And so then I feel like that's like something that isn't stressing me out because like regular life is already stressful. So I, I like put a big focus on keeping my space clean and like making lists. I have lots of lists, just like mapping things out. So it's not just like jumbled in my head. Yeah. I love using my notes app on my phone because then I have it there and I can just like, I love checking things off. So sometimes I'll just add random easy things for me so that I'm like, I feel productive and then I want to do more. Yeah, literally, like, oh, I already made my bed, I'll write it down to check it off. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have people that, like, help you at Nebraska with, like, keeping track of, like, making sure your schedule doesn't interfere with school? Like, I assume it's hard to keep everything, like, not intertwined with each other. Yeah, so we have, uh, when the freshmen come in, they have, like, Dennis, who is our main academic advisor. Everyone works with him about, like, scheduling, and he picks all of our classes and the times of them so that none of it interferes with volleyball. And then there's like an additional um, academic advisor that's like younger. Normally they're like um, an intern or like a assistant of Dennis basically. And they work with the freshmen on like study hall hours and getting tutors. And those are offered for everyone at any age when you're at Nebraska. But as a freshman, it's required. So 
you have to be in study hall hours and tutoring hours just to make sure that you like started off on a good foot that's so great that they give you like um they want like obviously they want you to succeed because if you don't do well on your major then you, they won't let you play like do they have rules that you if you do badly in school you can't play um well, you there probably don't have to worry about that. Yeah, right? there is rules that I can't, like, it's like, if you're failing so many classes, then you can't play, or if you've been, like, un- if you've missed so many days of school, like, attendance, like, if you missed so many classes, then you can't play. I don't really know the specific number, but there is rules for sure. Yeah, was it easier to manage with, like, online school this year, because you're able to do things like, on- like, you could just attend class in your, like, watch it virtually? Was it a lot easier? Yes, I love it. Like, it makes me never want to do it in person again. Like, Zoom is so convenient. You literally, like, can just hop on and then have the same meeting and, like, not leave your house. I don't know. I think it's so convenient. Yeah, that's really nice. So going into, like, back to more of, like, your freshman year, you're starting at Nebraska. What is it like playing in one of, like, the most famous college volleyball arenas, like, ever? Like, Devaney is super famous for their fans and everything. Like, were you so excited to start playing? It's, like, crazy. Like, it's, like, the most unreal experience playing in Devaney just because, like, the crowd is so intimate to the court because of this, like, the way that it's spaced. It's just, like, everyone is right there, and it's so loud and so fun, and, like, the fans are so into, like, the game and into the sport that they, like, they're like, oh, what the heck? Like, Like, people doing, like, basketball and football, but, like, about volleyball, which is really cool. So it's just, like you just feel so supported and like that people actually care and like understand, which is like the best feeling ever. It's like the most fun atmosphere to play in ever. Yeah. I think it's amazing how many people love volleyball there. Cause like not every school, it's like the same thing, but it's like Nebraska is like such a volleyball state and like, and you guys got to like sort of host the tournament in like Omaha, Nebraska and get to be in your town. So it's like, it's such a big deal there. And it's so great to see all these fans supporting you. Right. Absolutely. I mean, in Omaha, that was kind of like the first time the COVID regulations and everything had like loosened up a little bit. So like running out in Omaha was like, oh, like all of our fans were back. Like, because in Devaney, it was so quiet. Like it was almost like eerie because there's so much space and like no one was filling it. It was just like our families and stuff. But like in Omaha, that was so amazing to run out and like have people cheer for us and like be back in a full arena. Yeah, and I saw, like, when some videos, like, people were holding up, like, for you, like, Rubik's Cubes for, like, your last name. Did you know about that? Like, that people do that? I have, I've seen the Rubik's Cube, yeah, with, like, my face. It's, like, not great pictures of me. It's just, like, my face, like, on the little square. So it's just funny. Yeah, it's just, it's funny. It's really cool, though. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And then I think I, were, I thought I saw a picture of you like next to a Rubik's Cube. I don't remember what picture it was. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. In media, they had me like pose with like a Rubik's Cube behind me. Yeah. Yeah, I, do I, I thought that was funny because it took me a sec to figure it out. But then I was like, oh, like it all kind of came together. Uh-huh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, so obviously you pay you the expectations must be really high playing at Nebraska for as a top twenty five team, and you guys have also won championships before as like a team. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but so how do you <laughs> deal with the pressure of playing for a very notorious program that's like won championships previously? Um, yeah, it's very challenging. There is an expectation level to perform at a high level all the time, and so definitely like. 
what the biggest thing for me has been like learning balance as we kind of talked about before of like being able to come into the gym and give that my all and like kind of put aside the stresses of like other things that have happened during the day and like realize that you can't fix those or worry about those right now when I'm on the court and just like being there and being present and then when you leave the court being able to go back and like leave that at the court I guess it's just like finding that balance of like being able to have the on and off switch so that when you're in the gym or when you're in the classroom or like if you're at home then you can be present in each of those situations yeah and like how are you able to like calm your nerves if you start getting like a little nervous maybe you're in an away game or during like the NCAA tournament which is such a big deal like how are you able to stay calm and focus on the game yeah the biggest thing for me is like taking deep breaths which is kind of like seems silly or like kind of like small I guess but like our breath is like the, the thing that can like control when our heart rate gets really high, then our breath speeds up and that sends chemicals to your brain to like fight or flight, which is like, that's when you have adrenaline, it kind of gets that response going. So taking deep breaths calms down your nervous system, which in turn makes your body feel like less fight or flight and more like focused energy, because obviously that butterfly feeling is good. It makes you feel like amped and ready to go. But too much of it can be like almost dangerous where you are jittery and spazzy. So just like finding that balance like with your breath has been so helpful for me. Yeah, breathing is like such a big thing for me too. I literally have it on above me. I, I have just breathed like over my school desk just to remind me just to calm down. I always like breathe during my volleyball games because sometimes I get like worked up in the middle of plays. Yeah. I'm just like, especially with the masks on and sometimes I can't, I feel like I can't breathe because our school made us all wear masks. So I'm like, just calm down, it's okay. Right, yeah, just like reminding yourself that like I have my breath and that's going to calm my nervous system down. So if I put my all my energy into that and just focus on the next play, I'll be fine. That's what I try and tell myself. After your freshman year, you did win Big Ten Freshman of the Year, which is super cool. Congratulations, <laughs> which was a little bit ago from now. But how did you like feel when you found out that you won? Did you know for a while or like how did you find out? Um... I kind of can't remember. Um, there, it wasn't like a big deal. Like, I don't think there was any sort of like fancy, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't find out in really a special way. I think they just like announced it and it came out and I talked to the coaches about it and they were kind of like presented the little trophy to me, which was cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. I was like so excited that I was recognized in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Since the big 10 is such a, huge and amazing conference that you won that award as like the best of the best freshman of that conference is pretty amazing going into your like sophomore year did you feel more pressure after one winning like that kind of award that you were like recognized at that such high of a level on your team like or playing against other people yeah I think there's definitely some pressure when it comes to just like meeting that expectation and like meeting yourself like the expectations you have for yourself every single year and every season is different I mean COVID as we know changed so many things for this last season obviously playing for us playing in spring um, changed a lot of things because now we are, are turning right back around to play another fall season um, so yeah I mean there is always a pressure and expectation to perform and to be better than you were last year um, so we're just working hard to try and do that this year I guess. Yeah, and how do you work, like, to improve your play when you're already at, like, such a high level? Like, do you always try to, like, find little things in your game to work on every season, or is it just a gradual improving all the time? 
Yeah, I think, well, we do a ton of technical work. Our practices are kind of set up in a way where it's like this, it's almost the same drills in the same order every day. And so we're expected to learn and perform those drills to perfection. So that's like kind of, that's, we work on a ton of technical stuff and like different creative ways to score or run our offense different. Um, So like every single day we're like learning something new or trying to better some small skill. So I feel like I have lots of things to work on still. That's great, because I feel like some people think that, like, oh, like, you're in college, so, like, you're already there, so, like, the work kind of stops, but it really never ends, like, you're always, especially even now in college, you have even more resources to get even better, and, like, um, assistant coaches after assistant coaches to, like, keep helping you. Right, I feel like the work starts when you go to college, like, that's when you really, like, grow as a player and kind of become, like, everything that, I don't know, that your, that your potential can be. And on your team, now that you're going into your junior year or even your sophomore year, like as a starter, um, since you've gotten there, like, do you consider yourself like a leader on your team? Um, I'm working into being a leader on the team for sure. I think we have so many talented players and we have a lot of talented leaders on our team as well. And so I think we're each trying to find like our space of how we can help the team and like provide like leadership um, just like leader, our, our little leadership skills that like make the team better in specific situations. Um, so I'm worried that's something that I'm currently working on. It's just like finding like what my role is and like how I can better the team in leadership. Yeah. Like what does being a leader mean to like you personally, since you, you are like the oldest, so you probably have more leadership skills than maybe other people. Yeah. I think being a leader is just, I, I love like being a servant leader I think that's like one of my the biggest things that I kind of strive to be is like proving yourself in the way that you play and the way that you care for people and communicate with people and never being the one who doesn't shags it's like oh that's for other people I'm a leader like being the one that shags and is humble and um it's kind of like ready for the long haul and ready for the grind I think is like what I imagine as a great a great leader yeah, that's a really good point. And, like, do you ever find it difficult, like, when you're only, especially, like, your sophomore year, to find your voice on the team, even though you are starting? Um, yeah, I think it is definitely challenging. I think that's something that, as like, as an underclassman in a program like Nebraska, there's obviously upperclassmen who have been there, done that. Like, they've been there for three, four years, and they've trained under coach cook in our program and there definitely is like a hierarchy to upperclassmen underclassmen and so just like finding I I don't know like I was just kind of saying like finding the space where it's like this is what you bring to the team and we need this from you to be great and that was kind of like where I tried to find my role and like fit into that and be the best that I could be that's a really good point and I found out that your sister is actually planning on coming to Nebraska um, you're, when you're a senior so are you really excited about that? I'm very excited. Um, Hayden will be here in January. She is graduating a, ses- a semester early from high school as well and so she'll graduate from high school in December and then be here at Nebraska in January. Oh, so wow. I yeah she's really excited. I'm so excited for her to be here. I like I think she like is so like kind of over high school and just like ready for that like next step and to like really grow as a volleyball player yeah your team is your family is very talented at volleyball it seems (laughs) and is she like worried about like following your footsteps at all like is she also an outside hitter 
She is also an outside hitter. Um, I think her and I are very different players and people. And so I think like there are so many things that she does really well that I could be better at and like probably vice versa. So I think like we're not going to butt heads or like, I don't know, feel any sort of way just because like, I think we can both recognize like that we respect each other and that like we both just want to be good and like support each other in that way. Oh, that's nice. Have you guys like ever played together before? In high school, we played run years together. Oh, that's freshman. so fun. <laughs> Do you, yeah, it was, are it was you guys really like fun. competitive at all? Oh, we're super competitive. Um, like playing the same position though, we like kind of got to bond over like what shot are you seeing? What shot am I seeing? Like how can we be better? That kind of thing. So we like got to grow together in that area. Yeah. Have you given her like any advice on like for like on and off the court at Nebraska on like what you would like tell her or like you're going to be there to at least be like a good role model for her? Right. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing probably would just like, she's working out really, really hard right now. So I like, I like what I was so thankful for coming into college was like being in really good shape and like being mentally prepared that it's like a grind. And like, or when you come to Nebraska, you come to play hardcore volleyball and that's kind of like, there's not a ton to do in Lincoln. So it's like social life is smaller than like someone who goes to Miami or something like there's, I don't know, just kind of preparing her for that. And like just the environment that it is to play in Devaney. I mean, she's come to a lot of games obviously. So she knows what it looks like and feels like. And so that's honestly the biggest thing. That's really nice. Do your other sisters, are they also interested in volleyball or are they interested in other things? Yeah, they both play volleyball too. Well, we're like a full-on volleyball family. You guys could be yeah. like, you guys could be like the most famous college volleyball family. <laughs> it would, it would. There's a lot of girls. Like my mom, and then all the four of us will probably play in college. So, like, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, you definitely started put the bar pretty high for your siblings to start off with. Thanks. Yeah, they, I think they're ones in seventh grade, and then ones in sixth grade. So. This year, I think they'll play on two separate club teams. One will play 13s and one will play 12s. So they're up and coming. There's They, like, love it. Like, they're gym rats. That's so nice. You guys can all, like, bond over a sport. Because me and my sister, I have an older sister. She does cheerleading in college. So we kind of have, like, different things. I'm, like, the volleyball one. She does co- And she does cheer. So I like having – I'm more of, like, I like having separate stuff. But it's fun that you guys can, like, bond over that as, like, a whole family. Yeah. Right, completely. Because it's like, it's fun to bond, like, just as athletes, too. Like, we can, we're competitive, and, like, we want to be better, and, like, work out together, whatever, maybe when she's home from college. But that's fun, I'm sure. Yeah, so I'm curious about your opinion on all the new NIL rules changing, and, like, have you been able to take advantage at all? Because I, I found your email on your um, Instagram, and that's how I was able to message you and get you on the podcast. So have you had any opportunities yet, and, like, are you really excited about it? Yeah, I think NIL is cool. I think it's an awesome opportunity for college athletes. Um, I think, like, I hope, what I guess my hope for it is that it doesn't take away from, like, the team vibes and make college sports more individualistic. I hope that it just, like, remains something that is, like, happens outside of the sport and, like, doesn't carry into the teams and stuff and, like, change college athletics to be even more of a business than it kind of already is um but I think it's a cool opportunity I have like done some stuff with some different people and um 
I, yeah, it's really cool. I think this is like something that's never been done before. So there's a lot of gray area and like helping us as athletes to like do it correctly. So we're not in violation of the NCAA or like, or we're not doing something that's weird or not supposed to happen or whatever. There's just like a ton of gray area and like navigating that is, has been interesting for sure. Yeah, that makes sense since, like, this is totally new and, like, before it was, like, like, you can't even take a sandwich from a person, like, it's everything so frowned upon, but now you can get money from, like, big brands like some people have already done, which is crazy. I know, it is, um, it is wild, because, like, some people were even, like, preparing for NIL before it dropped, and so people already had stuff, like, shirts and merch and like other things that were already like put together so right when it like was accepted everyone was like boom here we go like here's all my shirts like buy my stuff I don't know so it's just like a little bit in your face all at once I would totally buy a Maddie Kubik shirt with number 10 on the back <laughs> really <laughs> I'll keep that in mind Maddie Kubik AVCA All-American honorable mention Big Ten Freshman of the Year outside hitter Nebraska everything just like on the shirt <laughs> The list. <laughs> Just a list of every cool thing you've done your whole life. <laughs> Can hit left-handed. I like random stuff. <laughs> Under Armour All American. Anything you can think of. Just and then just number ten on the back. Slap it on there. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Rubik's Cubic. We'll put that on the back. Oh my gosh! There you go. That's your cool thing. Do you have Rubik's Cube with your with make a better looking Rubik's Cube with your face on it? There you go. <laughs> I bet your fans at Nebraska would buy it. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Nice thing to keep in mind. And since there's been a lot of media attention around college sports, more specifically women's, um, where do you see, like, women's college sports, like, heading in the future? Um, well, okay, so, like, I feel like there has been a ton of media about, like, equality and women in sport and, like, the the pictures that are released from like the basketball NCAA tournament, for example, like the difference in weight rooms or like the difference in like, um, like locker room accommodations, like those kind of things. I just feel like it's something that hasn't been addressed before. And so a lot of that stuff is like being brought to light. And I think the NCAA is, um, hopefully going to start making changes to recognize that like, volleyball for example like tons of people watch volleyball on tv and like for the ncaa tournament like there were <laughs> there were random games that were like being played on like the big sports networks and like not the tournament and like there wasn't any other tournaments going on at the time so like none of it was broadcasted and so i just think like there's a lot of things that have been like brought to light and that people are like really upset and angry about that are going to force the ncaa to make adjustments to make things more equal and to support women in sport because I think in history it's been like oh football makes the money for the school like that's it and I just hope like that there's a recognition that more women's sports could like start to make money for their colleges as well. Yeah, and I think it's great now that you guys are being given opportunities to make your brand even bigger and to hopefully, I like, I definitely think volleyball especially deserves a lot of more coverage, even being on the big, like, you guys are lucky, especially in the Big Ten, you guys get to be on the network a lot, and but not every um, place is as lucky to be able to make it on TV, so I, I hope that in the future you guys can get as much coverage as you can because you guys are really cool. <laughs> Thanks. I hope so, too. I just think it's cool because, like, 
like you said, like with the opportunity for us to like grow our brands, I feel like in every um, sport, there's going to be more following to college athletes for sure. So I just have one quick random question before we get into a fun game I didn't tell you about on the script. Um, <laughs> okay. Why are you the number 10? Because that's also my number. So I was just curious, like, where did the number 10 come from? Yeah, that was my dad's number when he w- played football in college. Oh, that's cool. Oh, where did he like, play? He played at Missouri State. It's like a, um, it's in the Missouri Valley Conference. It's in like Springfield, Southwest Missouri. Oh, that's cool. And you mentioned your mom played in college. I forgot to ask, where did she play? Same place. They met in college. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like, so that was like his training number. Like he had that number in baseball and basketball. And then like when he, when he started football, obviously like he was 72, I think is what he was in college, but he loved like 10 was always his number. Yeah, I did number 10. I started number 10 when I was like, I did basketball because um, I just put like, you had to put like three numbers down. So I did like my birthday and then I did a random number and then I did number 10 because that was my age at the time. And then I just ended up with 10. So now that's all, that's what I used. It's just the randomest that's number. <laughs> that's funny. When, when it, when's your birthday? What was the other numbers? May 25th. So I did like five and then I did like, tw- sometimes I'll do like five and then 25. And then I just did 10 because that was, I needed one more. And then I ended up getting 10 because other people already had the jerseys. So. So that's just what I ended yeah. up with. That became your number. Well, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was really random. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, she's number 10 too. Because I'm always like, I'm number 10 too. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, sister. <laughs> We're together. Uh, yeah, I know. That's funny. To get into a fun game I always like to do, I always like to do this game. I don't know, you know, it's like this or that, where you just pick between two things, like really quickly. You just like, okay. just shoot. Okay, re- are you ready? Yep, gut okay. feeling reaction. Okay, Nebraska or Iowa? Nebraska. Uh, a great kill or a stuff block? Stuff block. Okay, epic dig or epic ace? Epic dig. Wow, I love getting a good ace. Um, what do you really? Pre- yeah, I love getting a good ace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a setter, so sometimes I don't always get the digs because I'm too worried about going to set. So. Right, yeah, you have other priorities, I get that. Yeah, I'm not as disciplined. I always cheat way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you prefer to attend, college football or basketball games? Football. Uh, snow or sunshine? Sunshine. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs all the way. I'm guessing dogs. <laughs> you were funny to everyone. Yeah, dogs. dogs. <laughs> um, country music or pop music? Country. Oh, wow. Uh, beach or pool? pool I think I love the beach but I don't like being all sandy like I don't really like being covered in sand so that's my only like about the beach yeah I agree I just hate feeling dirty after like I hate how after I and then I'm always so tired when I come back from the beach (laughs) I know like it wears you out yeah and then tv or movies movies and then the penultimate question waffles or pancakes waffles yes Yes, you like waffles. You like waffles more too. Yes. Nice, me too. I'm too I think pancakes. Now. My, my pancakes make my stomach hurt. I love waffles. Pancakes make your stomach hurt. Yeah, I don't know if it's like too much. Like normally, I feel like pancakes have like lots of things in them. Like they're never just like plain. I don't know. And syrup kind of makes me a little bit. I like I, I like syrup, but I like waffles. I like the tex. I like the like the texture of waffles better. 
Uh huh. Yeah, I like to put butter and fruit on my waffles. What do you like to put on yours? Um, I usually just do syrup, or I like like chocolate chip waffles. Those are always good. <laughs> And yeah. I always feel like pancakes yeah. are a ripoff because I never eat enough of them. Like, you get, like, they always give you, like, three stacks, and I always eat, like, half of it. But I always can eat a whole waffle. Right, I know. Same. That's true. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Girl Boss. Make sure to share our podcast with your friends and family. That would be greatly appreciated. Our podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please rate our podcast five stars and review it so more people can listen just like you. And check out our Instagram at AnyonePodcastAnyoneSNS to see the rest of the Girl Boss schedule. And you can check out Maddie on Instagram at Maddie underscore cubic. You should also make sure to check out Maddie this season at Nebraska playing for their volleyball team. Good luck to Maddie. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.